What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Fit Facts. So, I'm really excited for today's episode. So, I'm recording this on Friday. The sun is shining today. We have our curtains open and our windows open and stuff. Not windows open, but the sunshine is shining into my home office and it's given me life. I've gotten to walk today. So I encourage all of you as you're listening to this possibly on a Monday or possibly throughout the week, but just get outside, okay? Enjoy the sunshine. Enjoy just life, all right? It is really insane at what moving our body does for us and also ties into what we're talking about today. Four simple steps for how to increase your confidence, okay? And I would say a lot of that has to do with, you know, just mental health and everything. And I know for me, moving my body, getting outside, if the sunshine is not shining, then it's it affects my mood, okay? And sometimes can also affect how I view myself and maybe impact my confidence level a little bit as well. So we're talking about four simple steps today. But first, before we dive into those steps, I really want to talk about confidence in general, okay? So I think a lot of times people look at, you know, health and fitness people, you know, I know I've definitely done this in the past, looking at, you know, like people on Instagram and, you know, women that just promote health and fitness and they like, gosh, they must be so confident. So a lot of times we're chasing this confidence that we think other people have because they are so fit and they are so seemingly healthy and everything else, but the re- they, they may have their own internal struggles. And so one thing we're going to talk about today is not comparing yourself to others, but a little flashback to one of my biggest struggles uh, that I can really remember, especially in my adult life, as far as like struggling with confidence and everything. So I've shared a little bit previously. It was 2019, I believe. So I was struggling. I had come off of like a dieting, you know, part of life and I was pretty lean, you know, feeling really good. I shared on my Instagram and Facebook uh, this past week a, you know, a photo from that moment. It was during the summer. I had been dieting like that was after my first full year in terms of teaching and things like that. And so it had been a really busy season of life. And then I had kind of let my health and fitness go. So I was like, diet, that's the way to go. And I thought I was going to fix everything. And it turned into an eating disorder um, with I struggled with binge eating for like three straight months. And Leading into October 2019, so Blake and I had just started dating for maybe a couple months at that point. We were going on a cruise. Um, He had never been on a cruise. I had been on a cruise before. It was the best thing ever, or not really, like I guess compared to, or for high school, Carly, it was the best thing ever. So it was awesome. So we were super excited, really cheap vacation and that type of thing, a fun adventure. And that was probably the least confident I have possibly ever been. And so being like in a bathing suit, it's not even summertime. I mean, it's post-summertime, but I wasn't the most tan, okay, because I lose a tan very easily. And so it was like something about being in a bathing suit, being a few pounds heavier than I would have liked to have been, not being able to trust myself around food. It just crushed my confidence. And I even looking back on those photos like of us, you know, on the beach or by the pool or things like that, I absolutely hate those photos. I will still say that I hate those photos because it was like, I know it brings me back to how I felt and I know how I felt and I just felt 
gross. Like, I didn't want people to look at me. Other people may have looked at me and still said, like, oh, you're so fit or whatever. And maybe some of you can relate to that if you've kind of been fit all of your life. You know, people don't understand why you don't just think your body is the best thing ever. So, I share all of this to remind you, okay, that we all have our own internal struggles of confidence and self-esteem and body positivity, but that does not give us the excuse to just ignore that or to just accept that and, you know, just say like, well, this is how I am forever. I am, I'm happier with my body now than I have been in a long time. And I wouldn't even say I'm the most fit that I've ever been. I would say my relationship with food, my relationship with my body, just my overall activity level is probably the healthiest that it has been in maybe forever because I was an athlete growing up and everything. It was always go, 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 doing everything for a sport, everything for a team. But now to actually do stuff for me, I would probably say this is the healthiest I've ever been in terms of, like I said, my relationship with food. I'm not in the gym five, six, seven days a week. I used to think that was a must Now I go to the gym, usually four days a week, sometimes three days a week if things come up. I go on walks regularly and I just enjoy life. So from the outside, again, it may be, it may look like I'm some all the time working out fitness guru or whatever. And I mean, I don't know what people think of me, but that is not the case. Okay. I'm not living, breathing health and fitness. It may seem like that from social media, but I'm living, breathing like, you know, helping other people live a life of health, happiness, and confidence as well. Let's segue into why a lack of confidence sucks. You're like, wow, Carly, that's a great way to get started. But in reality, it is because I think at least you can let me know your opinion. If we don't realize why something is negatively impacting our life, why would we change? If something is just we're coasting through, Everything is fine and dandy. Oh, I'm just not as confident as I used to be. It's fine, okay? We don't make a change. So you need somebody to call out your BS thoughts and habits and routines so that you will make a change. So I have a few reasons listed out here that I would like to talk through on why a lack of confidence sucks. Thinking about career-wise, professional, like professionally, profession-wise, if you do not have confidence in yourself to apply for your dream job or you don't realize how worthy you are, you're more than likely going to settle, okay? And you're probably not going to, you know, really apply yourself the way that you could. And so you're just gonna, you know, wanna feel safe in your current position so that you have a little risk of, you know, where you want to feel safe in your current position where you have little risk of failure because you're scared to fail. But then how many days do you come home from your job wishing you had a different job? Or how many weeks do you, you know, can't wait for Friday to roll around so that you don't have to go to work for two days? Like, if you find yourself in that position, reflect on, is this because I just cannot do better? Or is this because I don't have confidence in myself to be able to do better? definitely impacting your career in terms of where you land in terms of your job but also like if you are in a position but you want to move up in that company or apply like I said for a new position then you have to have 
that confidence that you can do that and you can follow through with that. But a lack of confidence is going to leave you feeling stuck. The second reason that I have listed is a lack of confidence sucks because you question yourself all the time. You question if you're doing or saying the right thing. Like you spend time questioning, you know, like if you're actually doing something that's helpful when in reality you could be spending that time in a more productive way. And so your inner dialogue and your self-talk keeps you from taking positive action on like your behalf or even for other people because you're, t you're so consumed with self-doubt to be proactive and your only option is to be reactive. And so no one views you as a leader and you don't even recognize that you could, you are the leader of your life. It's like you forget that you have control over that and that you can actually, you know, control what is happening to you. But instead, you let things happen to you and then you in turn react to them instead of being proactive and productive in that. And also, whenever we are so stuck behind lacking confidence, we worry about what other people think of us. So if we're not confident enough to show up and be like, this is me, this is who I am, this is what I believe, this is how I choose to act, this is what I choose to represent, and things like that. If we're so worried about other people, this is robbing you from your own identity, from your own personality. And of course, you're just going to be stuck and consumed by negative thoughts that, you know, well, what if they judge me or what do they think about me? It does not matter, okay? Let's be civil, you know, and be humans and, like, not crazy necessarily, but it doesn't matter what other people think of you. What do you think of yourself? And so the next one is going to be, you know, if you had more confidence, you would likely be happier and your relationships would be healthier and better. We know that low self-esteem can lead to depression and a very negative mindset, and that will undermine your success and also your relationships if you don't show up as the best version of yourself. Have you ever kind of been in that not so good headspace and then you notice that your relationship with your significant other or with a family member or with a friend, it then in turn like becomes impacted? For example, this isn't even necessarily dealing with confidence, but knowing that if my stress levels begin to increase, I may become a little more snappy. And I've had a few members of the Health Excel Academy share that exact same thing with me as well over this past week, realizing if their stress increases, they become snappier with their coworkers, with their friends, with their parents, and things like that. That matters. And our confidence does that same exact thing. If we're not as confident in our ability to show up for ourselves, of course we're not as confident to be able to show up for other people as well. Back going back to when Blake and I were dating and, you know, I was not confident with my body and I know I'm not alone in this, it would almost be like, don't even put your arm around me because I feel gross right now. Like, I don't want you to touch me because I don't like how I feel. And so, that is not healthy, you know, at any stage of like a dating relationship, like it's the even as simple as hand holding and hugging and things like that. You need to be confident in, in who you are, basically. I, I truly believe that when you are confident or your best confident self, you will then 
determine, make better decisions around who should be in your life. Because also, if you lack confidence and self-esteem, you're probably going to settle in relationships and just like, oh, this is the best I can do. Well, they, they like me back or we get along all right. Like, this is a good thing. And it's not always a good thing. I see too many people settling. They don't recognize what they deserve. So the reality is, now that you know why a lack of confidence sucks, in case you didn't already know that, okay, but just to call it out as it is and not just continue excusing it and saying that it's okay. So the reality is, people are attracted to confident people, whether it's in your job, in your relationships, in your leadership, whatever you're, you have going on in your life, people are attracted to confident people, okay? There are literally studies around, like, as far as like physical attraction, people are more attracted to confident people than they are physical attraction once you get to know someone. But from the outside looking in, like or looking onto a confident person, it may seem like confidence just comes naturally, but that is probably like the biggest misconceptions because confidence is a learned trait, okay, that often requires practice. This is why I wanna share these four simple steps with you so that you can step into a life of confidence. Starting by practicing a mindset that allows you to step into more confidence. Like that's what we're going to be talking about today. So number one, notice your tendency of comparing yourself to others. Step number one, we have to be aware of it. We have to call it out. We have to see it as it is. Comparison is the thief of joy, and it's so easy to compare ourselves to others. We all do it, but in reality, it is not serving us well. So here's how to combat that, all right? So we have to accept where we're at. For example, I can't compare myself as a first-year business leader having zero business background and trying to build and grow the Health Excel Academy and impact more people. I have a math teacher, education, background, okay? No type of business. So therefore, I cannot compare myself to someone who is on their fifth year in business, went to school for business, and that's just not even in the same game, okay? Not even in the same sport. I'm thinking about like the same ballpark and stuff like that, but it's not even the same game. So they're not even related. One might be, you know, a baseball field and the other might be a football stadium. So accept where you are. Same thing in relationships. If you are single, you should not be comparing yourself to someone who is in love and married and multiple kids and things like that. Focus on where you are. And oftentimes, this is in need of a social media detox. How many times have you been scrolling on Instagram and Facebook and everybody's posting the best parts of their life and look how amazing and everything else. And you find yourself like, oh man, I wish I could take a vacation like that. Man, I wish I, you know, wish someone treated me that way that their, their significant other treats them. Okay. Step away from social media or at the very least unfollow these people that make you feel less than. There's a difference in someone motivating you because you like to motivate you to be better and inspires you to become better and hold yourself to a higher standard. But when you start the comparison game, then you feel less than you need to remove that. And also just finding the gratitude in what you are thankful for. Okay, this is still under comparing yourself to others. As soon as you find yourself like in that comparison mode, Let's go right back to gratitude and being thankful for what you do have rather than focusing on what you don't have, all right? 
So that was number one. Leading into number two, number two, after you realize like, hey, am I comparing myself to others? Number two is get good at something. But you have to own what you're already good at. More likely than not, if you're lacking self-confidence, you're not even giving yourself credit for what you actually are good for, okay? So if you are good at cooking and learning and sewing and reading, you know, like, figure that out and say, hey, I'm good at this. I can own this. So if someone can, you know, write and draw and paint and things like that, I cannot do those things, okay? So I'm not good at that. So you get to own that you are good at those things and therefore not compare your first step to someone else's like 10th step or, you know, your chapter one to someone else's chapter 14, basically. So in whenever you are determining like, hey, what am I good at? Own that, be proud of that, show up for yourself in that and then for something that you want to get good at understand that you have to take small steps you have to if you want to get good at something and you're not good at it already for example if i wanted to go learn karate never in my life have i done any type of karate or martial arts or anything but i think that's very cool it might cross my path at some point in life and so if i go and i want to be really good at that I'm not going to compare myself to a black belt. I don't even know what color of belt you start out with, but that's where I'm going to be. Okay, and you, I'm sure you don't even start with a belt. You know, like you earn a belt. I don't know. But I'm like so beginner level, so I'm not going to compare myself to a black belt. I'm going to start at the basis level that is needed and then work my way up. And so try in trying to get good at something if you have no idea and automatically okay it's so natural for me to think about health and fitness women are like well if i could lose weight like i know i'd be more confident if i knew i was taking care of my body better i know i would be more confident awesome so do you know how to do that what's holding you back like seek help sign up for something join a gym join a community work with a coach like whatever you have to take those small steps to get good at what you want to be good at and be kind to yourself along the way, okay? And understanding what that kindness looks like. What you say to yourself matters. Moving your body matters. And everything along those lines. Step number three, all right? After you have noticed your tendency of comparing yourself to others, get good at something, own what you are already good at. And then number three, do what you say you are going to do. This is the, I would almost say like the easiest way to build confidence. This definitely falls back on like having realistic expectations in terms of like starting small to actually go big. And so let's say you do want to get healthier, okay, get fit or lose weight or stay consistent in your workouts or your nutrition or drinking more water or getting better sleep. There's so many areas there to focus on, but start small. I love focusing on just like one habit. All right, one habit. What do you want to focus on? Okay, you want to drink more water? How much water are you currently drinking? Let's say you're drinking 30 ounces of water. Cool. Let's aim for 40 ounces of water. And when you do that consistently and you acknowledge, hey, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're going to be so, you might, I mean, you should be excited, but I'm saying you might not be excited because you have higher expectations, but 
realistic expectations. So get excited about the small things that you're doing and then you will build your confidence just scientifically. You will train your brain to build your confidence in believing that you can do more. And then after one week goes by, add another habit, okay? So start walking for 10 minutes every day or five days or three days even, if that. But start small, build that habit, actually follow through with it, and then pat yourself on the back along the way. And I guarantee you, you will notice your confidence begins to increase in your ability to actually follow through with what you said you were going to do. So number four is going to be more of a just ending the day. If we were to think about going through our day of setting the intention. Okay, step one. Now I'm going to compare myself to others. All right, I'm going to accept where I am. I'm going to be, I'm going to be grateful for it. Um, step two, I'm going to focus on what I'm good at and I'm going to, going to attempt to get better at something. And then number three, follow through with what you say you're going to do throughout the day. And then number four, end the day on a positive note. And so my biggest point under this is like, stop shooting yourself. Okay, I said shoulding, like should with an ink. We all know that feeling of, I should have done more. I should have done this. I should have completed all of my things on my to-do list. Blah, blah, blah. I literally had this little pity party for myself the other night. I shared this with Excel Academy members. I'm like, we all know what this feels like, okay? And it sucks. So I'm not only talking to all of you, I'm also talking to myself. So ending the day on a positive note, what does that look like, okay? Especially after a stressful day or our to-do list was 20 items long and we only accomplished eight of them, all right? So focusing on what we did accomplish versus what we didn't accomplish. And so whenever I also say stop shooting yourself, realize that we don't need to say I should have done this or I should have done that. We could then change it to, I could have done this, or I could have done that. Because the reality is we have a choice. Sometimes we don't have a choice to do everything that we set out to do just because there may not be enough time in the one single day. So that's why it's important not to use the word should if we actually couldn't have completed it anyways. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. And so how else can we end the day on a positive note? Okay, read a book. This is right under the habits though as well. So like do what you say you're going to do. If you're going to read a book, you know, read part of a book. Maybe it's only five pages every evening, whatever. Journal, get your thoughts out, pray, spend time with family, listen to a podcast or a devotional, like Meditate, you know, if you, I love using the Abide app. Um, it's very, or it's focused, biblical and things like that. So meditate in the evening so that you are ending the day on a positive note so that we're not snowball affecting our not so good days into another day. So these are the four simple steps to increasing your confidence, all right? Stop comparing yourselves to others. Get good at something, but really recognize what you're already good at Follow through with what you say you're going to do, having realistic expectations of yourself, and ending the day on a positive note. These things don't just come naturally. I truly believe, I mean, I'm sure it's back somewhere, but it's so natural to be negative, okay? So we have to really make it a point to be positive and to build our confidence. 
if you're tired of struggling on your own. So that's exactly why we have a free Facebook community group for women just like you. And I would love to invite you to join the Health Excel community group for a limited time. So I've actually created a free training, all right? And it's all about creating success 101. This is a short, simple training for new members in our community group. You can find us on Facebook and join now to gain access. And so what this training is, is a simple two-step strategy that you can follow that our members in the Health Excel Academy follow to create their own success. It's short, sweet, simple, and to the point because I know that you are tired of wasting time of searching and searching and searching. And so I put this, it's like 20 minutes long, seriously. Super short, super sweet, super simple, and it's freaking exciting because you will finally have what you need to create your own success. Thank you for listening to Fit Facts. We hope that we have provided value to you today. If you haven't already, hit the follow button on Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, a five-star review is always appreciated. We would also love to have you join our free private Facebook group for women who are looking to excel in their health. For more information, visit healthexcelacademy.com.